Welcome to Featured Insights, presented by Caroline Economic Development. I'm your host, Debbie Bowden. This podcast is for all size businesses in Caroline County and the Eastern Shore of Maryland to learn from experts at the local, state, and national level. We hope that you gain insights that can help your business run more effectively. afternoon, Nicole Scott and Katie Beebe Cunningham. You've joined me today. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. We've got some very special guests that are outside, but we're going to talk to you first about an interesting kind of workforce development opportunity that you're giving young people in Caroline County Recreation and Parks. So I'm going to give a little bit of a background and then ask that you introduce yourselves and we'll talk about the program in terms of building that leadership and what it means for your own program. So this came from your idea, Nicole, as part of helping students become counselors for Caroline County Recreation and Parks summer camp program. Is that correct? Correct. So I think it was the year after COVID really hit and we had summer camp and I just, we went into that year and we had a lot of staff we had to hire And I noticed that we didn't have too much time to train them. So I was like, well, maybe if we could, if we could train them a little bit younger and earlier to be leaders and stuff like that, then they would have more experience and we wouldn't have to worry about training them as much when they become older. Mm -hmm. Now, this isn't, you do a lot with kids, right? Why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself so people know who's talking to them? So um, I'm Nicole Scott. I work with uh, Greensville Elementary during the school day. I work with the pre-K and then I do the after school program at Greensville Elementary with Parks and Rec and summer camp with Parks and Rec. So I do a lot of stuff with kids in the elementary age. That's great. So you saw this then, you saw that kids as young as elementary students could start learning how to be leaders to their peers. And then when they get the summer camp to kids that are younger than them. Right. And I've been doing after school for like 15 years now. So some of the kids that were actually my campers when I was a counselor are now in my leadership program. Oh, wow. Yeah. So that's really cool to see. Like one of my kids, I had her when she was like in second grade, and now she's in ninth grade, and she's one of my CITs. So it's really cool to see her grow from an elementary kid to a really strong leader that can work with kids. Oh, that's fantastic. And you use the, the initials CIT. Yes. So talk a little bit about how the program starts off as LIT, and then they graduate, if you will, mm-hmm. and move up to CIT. So our LITs are our leaders in training so that We offer it to 7th and 8th graders, so they have to be finishing 7th grade going into 8th grade or finishing 8th grade going into ninth grade. And that's the first step to becoming a leader in our our program, so a leader in training. And then if they finish that, they do all their stuff at camp. We evaluate them just like we evaluate our senior staff. Yep, so they have all this stuff they have to go through. And then if they complete that, they move into our counselor in training, which is more teaching them how to be a junior camp counselor so that when they're old enough at 16, we can hire them right away. We don't have to worry about interviewing them. We know how they work. Right. So that's the two steps. Yep. So, I mean, do you, did you do that on purpose? Did you give them an opportunity to really see leadership 
building, yes. which what you described happens in the school. It happens in businesses. So you designed that so that they got that exposure to how that works. Yes. I wanted them to learn leadership skills first, not only leadership, but like team building, creativity. We did a lot of like public speaking and present presenting and sure. stuff like that. And then they got to use that in the summer camp setting to help us out. And so all day they did learn how to be counselors in the process. Right. This year focuses more on how to be a camp counselor and utilize those leadership skills that they learned last year. So this is year three? Year then, two for them. Oh, okay, year two for them. So okay. some of them, I think only one of them will be 16 next year. So she will be able to be a junior counselor. The others are 15, and unfortunately we can't hire and pay them at 15. I gotcha. So they will be CIT2s next year. Okay. So we haven't really discussed what that's going to look like yet, but... But you've got the flexibility. But we have the flexibility, yep. That's great. So I also mentioned Katie is here with us. Katie, why don't you introduce yourself, give a little context of where you are with Recreation and Parks, and then you've got a very special connection to this program. Yes. I'm Katie B.B. Cunningham. I am a program specialist at um, the Recreation and Parks. I actually oversee... um, the after-school programs, okay, and I help alongside with um, the other program specialists for the summer camps. Gotcha, gotcha. And so that special connection that you have is that one of your one of my daughter is um, in the LIT and CIT. She's been through the LIT and now she's in the CIT program. So I think she's here today. So yes. we're going to be, and that's our special guest <laughs> listeners. Uh, we've got seven of the students, uh, young people, who are going to be talking with us and sharing what they think about the program. But as a parent and then someone who's in the workplace, what have you seen from a leadership quality that your daughter has been able to build? She has built so much with the program. Um, She is able to go into any setting and kind of like just take ownership of it and lead very well. She actually does the teaching program through the high school. So it has really helped her push her into that direction. Oh, that's great. Um, She fully enjoys it every single year. Um, and it's just been, she's flirt, she's just blossomed really well. That's great. And so we hear a lot of employers, you know, over the past decade or so, have said that students come to them, young people, whether they're usually graduated from high school or college, and don't have those soft skills, those professional skills. But in this program, you're giving the, the students, the young people, an opportunity to practice those. Yeah, that's really a goal of mine because a lot of them, when they come in an interview for LIT, they don't necessarily want to be teachers. Some of them are like, oh, I'm only here because I want service learning, which, okay, that's how you want to earn your service learning. That's fine with me. But we give them those skills to take into any workplace or any job that they end up wanting to do once they complete high school. So there, some of them are learning despite themselves. And that's yep. <laughs> great because that's what happens in the workplace. So you, again, are showing them, giving them an early view into what it's like to go into a place to get paid for what you're doing and bring those skills. So what are you looking forward to, Katie, for your daughter for this summer? I am looking for her to be able to showcase all of her skills that she's been learning and um for next year when she can be a junior counselor. Oh, that's great. And what does that mean? What does junior counselor and counselor mean? So our junior counselors are those who are 16 and 17. So like sophomore, graduated sophomore, graduated junior. So they are junior counselors. They 
are kind of like CITs where they're learning how to be counselors, but they didn't go through our program. Gotcha. So they're still helping take care of the kids, assist the regular counselors who are 18 and over. So graduated seniors and adults. Gotcha. So they're, they're on a pathway. Yep. Again, very similar to how, what you see in the, the workplace. Um, so what would you imagine success for this program 10 years from now when you've seen your students, the first cohort, the second cohort, go through the LIT leadership and training and the CIT, the counselors and training? What would you imagine that, you know, the 24 year old or 25 year old, what would you like to see them to be doing? Anything they want to do. I would love for all of them to be camp counselors and have an amazing summer camp program with all these well-trained kids. But whatever they want to put their mind to and whatever they want to do, I just hope they take whatever skills they've learned from us and can utilize them in the way that they want to utilize them. That's fantastic. Well, we're going to pause here because now we're going to talk to um, the group of kids that you've brought um, and just give their perspective. And then we'll bring Katie and Nicole back in just to kind of wrap up and give us some insight into, you know, again, what's next. Um, I think it might be good for our listeners to understand what camp looks like, the magnitude, because it's not just four or five kids. It's hundreds of kids and how the students help fill that gap with serving those kids. So we'll be back shortly with Katie and Nicole. Thank you. Thank you. So as I said, we are back with some special guests. I have Anthony, Michaela, and Katrina with me. And I'm going to ask them three questions each. Are you ready, Anthony? You drew this. You raised your hand to go first. Thank you. Well, I've already given the first question away. What is your name? Your first name? My. Well, I don't know if you guys can guess this, but my first name is Anthony. Oh, very good. Very good. <laughs> yep. And what grade are you in? Well, I'm in eighth grade, about to finish eighth grade. Very good. All right. This is a deeper question. Having gone through the program, what can you do now? that you couldn't do before? Well, I feel like I've had, um, I have a much better teaching prowess and much better uh, ability to lead a group now that I've done the program. It helps out quite a lot with that, with stuff like that. Awesome, very good, great answers, thank you, thank you. All right, you're next. I'm not gonna give your name away this time. Uh, What is your name, your Um, first name? I'm Michaela. And what grade are you in? I'm in eighth grade. And with the program, what can you do now that you couldn't do before? Um, I feel like communicate better with other people. Like, um, and like talk to um, children who don't really want to talk to you. That's a great skill. That's really good. Thank you for sharing that. Okay. Number three. What is your name? My name is Katrina. Katrina, and what grade are you in? I'm currently in eighth grade. Okay. And because of the program, what can you do now that you couldn't do before? Um, I can communicate with people that are younger than me. Okay. Okay. So we've got some good communication and leadership skills here. I want to thank you guys for coming in. I'll give you a chance to say maybe one sentence before we end. Anthony? Uh, thanks to uh, CCRP for all they do for everybody in the county. Katrina. Go to summer camp. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Michaela. Uh, Working at summer camp is not easy. That's great. I want to delve into that a little bit. We got time, right, Producer Chris? We got time. 
Why isn't you, why is it, uh, why do you say that? Uh, so you have to learn how to accommodate to like the children and what they need and how they tell you they need it. Well, I can tell you that when you're in the workplace, whether it's your boss or you have people that are working for you or customers or vendors, that kind of accommodation is important. So you're learning a good lesson with that. And you get to work with kids. Thank you guys for coming in. Thank you. So some more of my special guests for today. I have two young people that are with me and I'm gonna give away their names because that's what I've been doing, tending to do. So I have Austin and Layla with me and we're gonna talk a little bit about your experience in the program. So I'm gonna ask each of you three easy questions and just give your answers and we'll be good. So first of all, you raised your hand to go first. What is your name? I'm Austin. And what grade are you in right now? I'm in eighth. Okay. So you've been in this program, right? Counselors in training. What can you do now that you couldn't do before? Um, there's like a style of leadership that you learn throughout. If there's other people that you work with and like the way you talk to kids, you're more in depth and on their level than you are to older people that are your age. Oh, that's great. That's fantastic. We'll come back to that because that's pretty deep. Okay. All right. My second special guest. What is your name? Layla. And what grade are you in right now? Ninth. Ninth grade. Oh, a high schooler. Awesome. What do you know? What can you do now, having been through the program, that you couldn't do before? The social interaction, I could not. I'm not a very social person, but I could do it now better than I could last year. Oh, that's great. Because the social aspect of being in the workplace is really necessary. There's very few jobs where you're just, you're not interacting with people. So kudos to you. Congratulations for learning how to do that. Now I want to let you in on a little secret and let our listeners in on a little secret. When I was in ninth grade, I also was, didn't, I had to learn the social interaction. I just wanted to be in a room crunching numbers or doing something like that. And now here I am hosting a podcast. So Layla, I've got a job for you in 20 years if you want it. So let's go back and talk about Austin and talk a little bit about, you said dealing with kids in a different leadership style. Um, so you've been, this is your second year in the program. What were you doing differently last year than what you're doing now? Last year was a lot more hectic because okay. it was Parks and Rec first year doing the like junior leadership program. Okay. So I was running around being like a substitute and just being placed where I needed. Okay. And I got to learn a lot of new kids and how each kid learned and like conflict resolutions for them mm -hmm. when needed. That's fantastic. And, you know, this is a podcast that's two businesses. So knowing that some of our students, some of our young people that you are learning early on that conflict and how to deal in a somewhat chaotic and a new a trailblazer. I didn't realize you guys were, were trailblazers. That's awesome. How about you, Layla? What do you think with that social interaction? How would you see that helping you for the rest of your high school career? Um, so I want to become a teacher, so it's very important to get to know the um, kids and know how they are in the classroom. And I feel like this program helped me Im 
implement that into my further careers. Awesome. Well, I want to thank you guys for coming in. This is fantastic and good luck this summer. So my other guest here today, I'm so excited. This has been a great podcast day. So I have Austin and Riley here with me. So I'm going to ask you each three questions and we'll just have a chat. So what is your name? Austin. Okay. And what grade are you in, Austin? Eighth. Okay. Now you've been through the program. You're almost done for this year and ready to start camp. What can you do now that you couldn't do before? Probably like learn what to do with each kid and like learn what each kid could do and how to handle like the problems they have. Okay. All right. So when you're saying that, you mean like a a kid that's at camp, you feel more comfortable talking with them and working with them? Yeah. There's some kids where you can like have fun with them and there's some other kids that you have to be serious with. So learning that, I couldn't do that before. Gotcha. Thank you. What is your name? I'm Riley. And what grade are you in right now? I'm in eighth grade. And as a result of the program, what can you do now that you couldn't do before? Um, I would say adapting to each child's needs, kind of adding on to what Austin said. But yeah, just learning how to deal with each kid individually. Well, let's let's use examples. That's usually, oh, no. you know. You can go first. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes that's easier. So let's say that you had Bob as a kid. Okay. Austin, you, you mentioned, you know, knowing when to be serious, when to be fun. So Bob is a kid, he's attending camp. How would you talk to him to know if he wants to have fun with you or if he needs a little bit more serious approach? Um, maybe like just body language, how they react to certain things. Like maybe sit back and see what they do whenever the teacher's talking. If they're like goofing around, then you have to be a little more serious with them. Or if they're like really focused, you can have a little fun. Gotcha. Riley, what do you think this is going to do for you for your high school career and, you know, after after school? Um, I think it will teach responsibility and how to adapt in certain situations Mm -hmm. because, you know, things are always changing. That's right. Things are always changing. And you as students who had to go to school during COVID, during remote learning, you really did learn that adaptability. That's something that's really, really important in the workplace. Every place that you work is going to want you to adapt to something new. Well, I want to thank you guys for coming in. This has been fantastic. Thank you so much for giving me your time today. Thanks for having us. Yeah. So Nicole and Katie, thank you. I got a chance to talk with your cohort of counselors and training. Wow. Wow, that's an impressive group of young people who are taking what you've taught them over the last couple of years and applying that to camp, but all of them talked about applying it to their own lives. The question that I put to them, besides their name and what grade they're <laughs> in, is what can they do now that they couldn't do before? And uh, a lot of it was speaking to children and recognizing when a child needs something different. So there, that social interaction, that empathetic and compassionate way of looking at things, and then communication, that was the highest one. And everybody did great. So we brought them in 
they were somewhat prepared, but they didn't know the questions, right? right? Because we want this to be organic. We want this to be a conversation. Are you surprised at the, this group of seven kids that they're talking about better communication skills and better empathy and managing what they're seeing when they're looking at a group of kids? Uh, in some ways, no, but I work with a lot of kids in my classroom because we're kind of an inclusion classroom. So we have kids with special needs in there. And so my heart really lies with those kids. So I like to put that in my trainings that I do with my CITs and LITs because I want them to be compassionate about who they're working with too. Mm -hmm. I know a lot of, I think two of them worked with special needs kids this past summer. So to hear them talk like that, that that really makes me happy. Yeah. Yeah. So Katie, um, as someone who works in the programs with out of school time and then as a summer, how do you look for those kids that maybe have the potential to to recommend to be in the, this kind of program? I think we looked for the children that strive to just do their best um, mm. all the time. Um, in school, out of school, you can almost tell when the kids are, are ready to be the LIT or the CIT. Um, and these kids really showed it mm-hmm. coming straight straight in we you could see it and the end product has just been amazing yeah well kudos to you because there were a few who just needed a little bit of guidance on how to talk to me but nobody clammed up and that so <laughs> that is amazing because you have mostly eighth graders and yeah. uh, a ninth grader or two and for the fact that having just met me they sat down and we talked that's a testament to your own leaderships so congratulations on that so nicole give a sense of how big this camp program is and why we're you are building in leadership so between the five elementary schools in Caroline County, we have over 700 campers that come to these uh, camps. So with Greensboro obviously being the biggest because there's more kids there. So we need 12 senior staff or 11, 11 or 12 mm-hmm. at that place alone, plus junior staff. So that's our biggest one. So obviously we need a little bit smaller, but we need over like 14 counselors at each school. So again, I go back to the year for COVID when I was in charge of two camps at the time because Greensboro was being built. So we had Greensboro and Denton together and we had to hire staff super quickly because we needed all of those staff and a lot of them didn't get trained. And I was like, if only we could train them a little bit faster and a little bit younger to get more experience. And then I was like... L-I-T-C-I-T, because this was something that we did years and years ago when I was a counselor myself. Um, I actually worked with a group of L-I-T's like next to me. I didn't train them, but they were like my little buddies. I was like, we need to bring this back because a lot of those L-I-T's grew into B-C-I-T's and junior counselors. And a lot of them were senior counselors this past year. So it really works. All the, the message here is no matter where you're putting people, if you can provide them with training and guidance and a clear pathway for their own success, then the program or the product or the service, whatever you're doing is going to be a success. And you've got over 700 customers mm-hmm. that are going to be so happy that you thought about this a couple of years ago. Katie, thank you. Nicole, thank you. This has been wonderful. We really appreciate you coming in and bringing your CITs in (laughs) to talk with us. Thank you, Debbie. Thank you. Thank you for listening. Be sure to like and subscribe to Featured Insights and look for us on your favorite podcast platform.